I am considering buying a gym membership because it's just at least I can work out where there's AC if I go to the gym. Yeah, where it's like hardcore AC and not just like <laughs> we're yeah. trying to keep ourselves alive without having to pay hundreds of dollars AC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I have a friend who's just got a membership and she was like, why don't you come with me? I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sometimes uh, if you pay extra, they'll let you bring a guest for free a certain amount of uh, times a year. I think I just need to bite the bullet and do it. Like, I've been doing little piddly bits of exercise for the last couple of years, like working out in my home gym, whatever, but the home gym doesn't have any AC, so when it's hot, you can't do anything. So there's a gym, like, right on the way back from school, so then I don't have an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I did that for a little bit, but because I had a 24-hour or what is it, 24-hour fitness membership? Oh, I had one of those. But I canceled it and went to Planet Fitness because it was $10 a month. And then they opened a crunch right next to me so I can walk there. Oh, what's a crunch? I've never heard of that one. Eh, it's just a, it's, it's not like a hardcore gym. It's pretty much a 24-hour fitness, except all the equipment is newer. Yay! Because <laughs> uh, they just opened it. Um, but it's... They're trying to do the whole, like, no judgment zone thing that Planet Fitness is also doing. Not as successfully, in my opinion, because oh. they do have a lot more free weights than Planet Fitness. So that attracts some of the muscle, Some of the dude bros. Mm -hmm. Muscle bros. So, yeah. It's not too bad, though. Yeah, I just want to do cycling. That's basically all I want to do. It's you don't want a Peloton? Bike, bike, you don't want to buy a Peloton? Fuck. No. <laughs> Fuck back. No. I don't want to be part of that weird-ass cult community. <laughs> well, if you want, you can have my peddler thing, my desk peddler thing. A desk peddler, oh my god. I had that for the pandemic when I was playing Final Fantasy because I could very easily just, like, pedal and play, and uh, now I just don't use it as much. I should still use it. My body is just a fucking decaying piece of crap, so <laughs> I can't do anything um, my arm is still messed up. My knee is a joke. So pretty much the only low impact thing I can do is like a little bit of the bike machine or oh, tiny baby bike machine. <laughs> um, yeah, because otherwise my whole body is like, do you know what? No, fuck you. And something else breaks. How do you feel about treadmills? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, I'm actually I'm not meant to run at all because of the problem with my knee that I've had since oh. I was 18 years old. Oh my god. I, honestly, my body has hated me for the entire time I've been alive and it just hates me with varying degrees of severity. I'm now that I'm in my 30s convinced that getting older is just breaking things systematically until they the injuries themselves prevent you from breaking anything else because you can't do anything. <laughs> My body's been a nightmare since I was 10 years old. <laughs> like, when everyone's like, oh, when you become 30, I'm like, I'm already fucking there. Yeah. My knee hasn't worked for 12 years now. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. What about swimming? See, I like swimming, but then if I go swimming, oh my god, the maintenance it takes to go swimming of your own body, like... With the shave. your outer to... your outer shell, you have to make sure you like extra moisturize. Yeah, because because 
the other part of my body that hates me is my skin. <laughs> I think your body, your skin just hates that you move from a wet environment to a very dry and hot environment. I have really sensitive skin. I can't have chlorine. It's just, it's a nightmare. So the amount of maintenance I have to do, I have to shave and then I have to moisturize. Then I get in the pool. Then I swim in the pool. Then I get out. Then I have to shower immediately. Yeah. Otherwise I get welts. Welts. And then, Jeez. yeah, like huge, big fucking raised ass. It's awful. And then I have to shower again when I get home and moisturize again and then wash all my crap. And oh God, it's just a nightmare. It's a pain. Yeah. I, I like swimming. I don't like swimming in pools. I would much rather like swim in a lake or in the sea. Like that shit's nice. But yeah. I live in the desert. So <laughs> I guess you could drive that hour and a half to get to the ocean every day. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun. <laughs> I did that drive this week and it was uh, fine, except for someone in an RV tried to kill me. So. Oh, jeez. On the, yeah. That it tried freeway. to squish me between itself and a 16-wheeler. Yep. People get really mad when you try and pass them. Can you not see me? I wasn't even trying to pass. It was t- three lanes turning into two lanes and this guy hadn't pre-planned. Mm. So yeah. I nearly died. But, but you didn't. It was okay. I didn't die. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's like, okay, if this is the way I die, I guess that's fine. <laughs> yeah, not too bad, I guess. At least my body will stop hurting. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good starting point. Welcome to Are You Serious? <laughs> a Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esby, and this is episode 64. Yes. Yeah. We've gotten to cool. the point of increasingly bad transitions. Yep. We're real podcasters now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Um, so I have a kind of like, not update, but related to the post from last week, I think it was, with the leaving the wedding. Oh, two weeks Mm -hmm. ago, it was. Um, someone posted on Off My Chest, um, just kind of a, hey, that Am I the Asshole post reminded me of this thing that happened. So it was two episodes ago, the Am I the Asshole post was, Am I the Asshole for leaving a wedding to go get burgers and beers with some guys I just met, so... This person was reminded of that. So I just wanted to throw this out there because I thought it was a a related post. It is on our off my chest. Crappy ex-husband left our wedding to drink with friends. Oh, no. (laughs) Which is a whole different scenario, but... That's a whole different (laughs) ballgame. I have been reading through Emma the Asshole and found that post where a wedding guest left the reception to get food and drinks, then returned, leaving his girlfriend on her own for an hour. The majority of votes were for him being an asshole for leaving during the reception. It's reminded me of my own wedding. My new husband had invited friends that I'd never met to our wedding and was really pleased they'd turned up. However, because they were only in the area for the weekend, he took the opportunity to take them out for drinks at a local pub during our wedding reception. He left me there on my own in my big poofy dress, feeling absolutely worthless with my family and his asking me where he went for an hour and a half. Even thinking about it now, years and years later, I'm shaking with rage. It's so humiliating and I feel so sad for the person I used to be. I can only imagine what other people were thinking. Anyway, years have passed and I'm now happily divorced. Yay! Uh, Damn. Wanted to throw that in there because, like, damn. And then the comments are just filled with other people with a a similar experience. I remember sitting alone at the wedding table. Don't know where he was. Probably the first of my many, many regrets. Damn. Imagine your husband just leaving. Right? um, All right, did the deed. Now I'm a bounce. That's just... What? 
That's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. Especially the cost that people... The amount of money that people spend on making their own weddings. For you to just bounce out of the most expensive party you've ever thrown in your whole entire <laughs> life. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's, so the pub is better than this $10,000 wedding that we planned. Cool. Very like, good. Go out after the rehearsal dinner, if that's really what you want to do, like, and invite them to the pub. Not too crazy because it's the night before your wedding but like there's other options and it really just shows this guy's priorities so oh God, i mean he's next when we flew out for uh some a wedding of some friends of mine um which was an amazing wedding so beautiful um i cried like three times um the day before because me and my husband had flown in from america we me and all my friends and we all met up for lunch at nando's just really casual nice no one else was invited and we all just did did our thing um it was really chill and it was like a, a very small amount of time because they obviously they were planning a wedding and they had to bounce and go grab shoes and whatever else they had to do but it was just like just this very brief amount of uninterrupted time where we could just hang out and there wasn't all that wedding stress and whatever like you don't leave the wedding like and if they're good friends too they should understand that this is a very big and important day and you don't have time to, like, sit and socialize with them. Because while all your friends coming to your wedding is nice, I think I I maybe had, like, a 15-minute conversation with each set of people who came to my wedding. Yeah, there's so much, like, other stuff you have to deal with. There's just so much going on and it's so busy and everybody's catching up with each other, like, there's family who haven't seen each other and whatever. And then you've got to run off and do photos and blah, 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 blah. There isn't really time. So, yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah, so, anyway, if, you're, <laughs> if your spouse, if your partner makes you feel shitty, then that's probably that. Chances time. are they're shitty. Yeah. I always am like, not that every relationship should be transactional necessarily, but you should get something out of a relationship, some fulfillment. You should, especially with your partner, they shouldn't be draining to be around. They should be like filling your cup instead of emptying it. I think my mom said to me once, a good partner is not a necessity, it's a compliment. Yeah. So... You don't need to have them with you all the time. You don't feel like totally lost when they're not around. Like you're comfortable enough with yourself to be on your own. But when they're with you, you're having a good time. Yeah. Like it's fun and you enjoy each other's company. My husband left a month ago or so to go visit his family for a few days. And I was like, oh, good. I get some time to myself. You know, it's been quarantined. We've been right. with each other 24-7. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get some time to myself. And then the second he left, I was like... I'm going to die someday. Like, I got got really (laughs) depressed in my own thoughts. And I was like, even just like having him in the other room, you know, (laughs) maybe that just says more about me than our relationship. (laughs) And I was like, oh God, what do I do? (laughs) Oh God, oh shit, my own company, help. (laughs) Oh dear. I always found it funny when me and my husband were long distance for the brief amount of time we were long distance. Everybody was always like, are you okay with that? I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I be? They're like, well, he's really far away from you. Do you, you trust him? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, why wouldn't I? He's he's 8,000 miles away. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, you better like, trust him. Like, it, you know, I'm not worrying about where he is every minute of every day. And people are like, oh, you are brave. I'm like, no, that's just how a relationship should be. I, I trust him. I don't think there's an issue here. It's just so weird. Okay. 
I was like having a hard time finding posts this week because they were all just like, men, they sure are useless, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Just make sure that this one still exists and we can go on to this. Okay, great. This transitions perfectly. Yay, we did a segue. (laughs) I'm so proud of us. Yeah. Um, So this is a relationships post. OP and her boyfriend are 25. Okay. My boyfriend is going on vacation with a single girl and his friend. Okay. Shouldn't be a problem, but... uh, Yeah, shouldn't be. (laughs) My boyfriend is going on a trip with a single girl and his friend. I haven't met either of them, nor did my boyfriend set up anything for me to meet them. They will all be staying in one hotel room. We've been dating for three years, and he knows what my boundaries are regarding dinners and one-on-ones with girls I haven't met, especially single ones. But I guess this doesn't count as a one-on-one because his friend will be there. My boyfriend also invited me after their tickets, three of them, were bought, and the room was booked, knowing I will say no because they're going on a weekday. How should I feel about this? Fine. (laughs) Like, it should be fine? It should be, however, I find it weird that they've been dating for three years that's like commitment territory and he should have probably maybe talked to her about booking this it seems like he purposely didn't tell her about it and then booked on a weekday so that she wouldn't be able to come kind of wouldn't be surprised that i purposefully didn't tell her about my trip though because she is insistent that she must meet all of his single female friends yeah true they're both in the kind of they're both kind of weird here it's like it's like an interview. Are you going to fuck my boyfriend? Are you sure? Like, Yeah, right? It's kind of weird. If I had a single friend and my husband was like that, I probably wouldn't tell him that I was planning to do stuff with my single friend either or invite him. Like, the, the system of requirements that he must have to go through to book a fucking week trip with a friend, it's just easier to buy the tickets and get chowed out, isn't it? Yeah. It's better to ask for forgiveness than permission for right. her. Yeah, I, I I think her requirements are super, like, not great. Like, one-on-ones with girls I haven't met. Like, I have okay. plenty so of... Okay, so how does that work in a business situation? Right? Like, I have, I have plenty of guy friends, and, you know, like, my husband trusts me. <laughs> the end. But, the end. <laughs> but, I, but the way that the boyfriend's acting is also sketchy. Where I think it's just a bad relationship. Yeah, it sounds not great. Like, they both have some maybe issues. I don't get this whole possessiveness of your partner, you know? Like, where they're like, oh, you can't hang out with single people. My ex was like that, where he... I was friends with two guys. One of them was in a relationship, and he was fine with that guy. And then when that guy broke up with his girlfriend, and the other dude got a, got a girlfriend... He was okay with the guy in a relationship and not with a single guy. Like, he swapped. That's because guys in relationships aren't capable of cheating. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But girls are, and that's why you need to be possessive of your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not that this is that case, but yeah. It's... It's so annoying when it's like, and I get people who have been cheated on before, that's completely different, but just the possessiveness of like, I need to know everybody, this girl, or the OP probably is weird about social media too, we've seen that before, where it's like, oh, he's liking girls' posts or whatever, and it's like, you you don't have to be like that, and if you are like that, isn't that just exhausting? Yeah, it's... I kind of understand if you have insecurity issues that keeping tabs on your partner like that feels like a requirement, but doesn't that just make you feel more insecure? Because that's just something else to worry about. Like, if if all of your mental effort 
in this relationship is 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 spent on where is he what's he doing who's he hanging out with why hasn't he texted me it's been 20 minutes it must just be so exhausting to be in a relationship like that for both parties yeah okay so she says the main problem is i feel he created an out for himself so he won't look bad because i was technically invited i feel like an afterthought and i get that that makes sense yeah for sure like the fact that you're boyfriend it, and it's a vacation not a work trip like a fun thing right. and didn't tell you about it and it's just like oh hey by the way i'm doing this it's kind of weird and then being like do you want to come even though i know this is a time where you're you can't show up that's kind of weird so i think this, yeah. this relationship needs some kinks worked out of it because it just seems very weird on both sides maybe he did that because he wanted to ask for forgiveness instead of permission or maybe he was I, trying to be sneaky but who that's knows what i would have done <laughs> like honestly if if i knew that saying hey i'm planning on going with the tri- on a trip with so and so and so and so is so and so still single who is this person can i meet them when can i meet them i need to meet them before you go i'd be like oh fuck this i just book it so i kind of get it but it's just not a good relationship. Like, there's a whole bunch of other stuff surrounding the trip and the booking of the trip and whatever that is just... So, yeah. Literally all of this person's posts are in Lululemon, her other posts. <laughs> oh my god. And she I don't... be bankrupt. I don't know... When is this vacation? Why can't you meet her beforehand? Go out to dinner or whatever? They're in the same city, I guess. It's kind of weird if... If she's like, well, I would feel better if, you know, we go out to dinner or first or something where I can meet her beforehand. And then if he makes an excuse then, then that would be definitely sketchy. But also, I don't believe in relationship tests either. So I don't I know. Just, what's that dinner even going to be like, though? <laughs> well, and maybe the guy she- friend, or unless he's imaginary, who's also supposed to be going on this trip. She's going to sit there looking sulky, asking pointed questions of this girl that she doesn't know it's gonna be a nightmare and how long has he known her too? this the friends because like if they've known each other for 10 years or whatever i wouldn't be worried because obviously if they were gonna get together they'd be together by now right but if they kind of just met six months ago that would be a little more concerning i guess i don't know i'm not like this person i'm not like op i don't care <laughs> right you know i trust trust your partner and if you can't trust them then find another one why are you with them yeah Yeah. like well before you find another one work on yourself yeah because it's not fair for you to be getting into relationships with people when you are demanding of their social you know mental well-being well if, if they're at parties and it's just miserable for them because they're always thinking oh i have to text my girlfriend in 20 minutes because otherwise she's gonna be pissed yeah like that's just that's miserable for everybody involved yeah seems like there's been a precedent set here that's not healthy and therefore he's kind of reacting to that in a not healthy way yeah so they need to like op needs to work out her issues and have a chat with the boyfriend so that he knows that it's not like trying to get you and so he should stop doing this kind of stuff if if indeed it was a reaction to the way she does things and not just him trying to be sneaky we don't know his motivation so we do not we'll maybe find out we'll see (laughs) we will see (laughs) this person like i said she has all lululemon posts and relationship posts so maybe she'll update cool one relationship post (laughs) the single relationship post yeah all right um 
kind of related. So this is a relationship advice post. OP is 28, his brother is 30, and his sister-in-law is 29. Okay. I think I am in love with my brother's wife. I've kept my feelings secret, but it is ruining my relationship with my family. Oh, no. <laughs> Just say nothing, my dude. It's, it's that easy. Right? Let it go. Let it <laughs> Just go. Just don't do anything. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Until it goes away. Um, okay. Fuck, man. This is a lot to unload, but here we go. My brother and I are only a couple of years apart, and we have always been competitive with each other. Sports, oh, friends, video games, and even with dating. My brother has always been the more outgoing one. Things in life just seem to work out for him. Sometimes I feel he took advantage of this and enjoyed the feeling of being better than his little brother. He would brag or rub it in my face how much better he was at XYZ. Initially, I thought it was mostly harmless until I found out he had slept with or messed around with several girls I had dated, one of which I loved. So I feel like my current feelings could possibly be unresolved issues due to our past. Good job. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you figured it out. Self-awareness. That's good. Fast forward to present. My brother met his now wife a few years ago. I'll call her Morgan for name change purposes. I did not do this. <laughs> hey Shortly after meeting, they quickly became engaged and started having kids. Morgan is, I can't even explain it. Physically, she's not a model, but she is sexy. She's curvy. Her smile is contagious. Her eyes are unreal. She's funny, kind, thoughtful. She's a good friend. Initially, any time I was around her, it was blatantly obvious how much more I enjoyed her company to anyone else. Morgan has never flirted with me or crossed any lines. She's just uniquely pleasant. <laughs> In an effort to hide my feelings, I began avoiding conversation with her, which was miserable and did not work, even with me living an hour away. Now I have almost completely stopped communicating with my brother and his family. I've stopped going to or staying any length of time at family events. I don't know what to do. I don't want to hurt my brother. I want to be a good uncle, and I want to be around my family. I know I'm a single guy, and there are plenty of single girls, but none of them hold a candle to her. I can't shake it, so I'm here desperate for some advice. Fuck, man, this is miserable. I like. I, I, I would love to be described as uniquely pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a strange pairing of words that I enjoy. I will good. say, my husband does not have a brother, so... um yeah i mean i'm not one to be like oh get laid and that'll solve your problems but maybe get laid and that'll solve your problems this yeah i think therapy will solve his problems i i i think he's done everything he can possibly do which is sensible right everything i would have recommended for him to do he's already done right just trying to spend less time with her um, and, you know, Backing limiting off. the amount of contact they have. But they have kids and it is affecting his relationship with his nieces and nephews. So this is not a sustainable solution for the problem because it hasn't gone away. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I... he just needs to get laid. <laughs> This isn't a comment. I've discussed it with a therapist friend. I know that's different. <laughs> like, I know that's not having mm-hmm. a therapist. So, yes. Uh, this guy seems really self-aware, but also in denial about the fact he's super jealous of his brother, first of all. Very jealous of his brother. And needs to probably go to therapy to deal with those issues about being jealous of his brother. Now, with the relationship with the sister-in-law, just maybe see like date other people and it'll go away yes like this is a puppy love situation you don't actually know her yeah in a context outside of family gatherings so you don't know 
what, you know, she's really like outside of that. This is an infatuation. Yes. This is not love. Yes. So I think sometimes for guys as well, the they they can't tell the difference between love and infatuation a lot of the time. And you see it a lot in early relationships when they're like, well, I just don't love you anymore. As soon as the spark is gone. Mm-hmm. As soon as you're not having sex three times a day or whatever <laughs> it is that, you know, people do in relationships they're like oh well i don't have the same warm squishy feelings every single time i look at this person so well i guess i'm not in love anymore like love doesn't feel that way all the time in my developmental psych class we actually learned that men are more inherently romantic because they have a more romanticized idea of love and relationships whereas women have to be more pragmatic and practical and safety conscious and stuff like that so we're in in general trends obviously uh a lot more like Okay, is this guy <laughs> is this guy gonna come out with some horrible ideas about women later? Uh, you know, is this guy gonna be dangerous? That kind of stuff. But yeah. men just don't have that mitigating factor as much. So yeah, I think that he is has this romanticized idea, and he knows that it's not gonna happen. Right. It's not like he's actively pursuing her, which I think is good job, you. Um, but. It still is, it's gonna spill out in a in an uncomfortable way if it isn't dealt with. Yeah. Um, he's gonna say something, or he's gonna get drunk and make a move on her, or something like that is gonna, it's gonna be nasty. So he just has to quietly, privately deal with it somehow. Um, this is not something you should bring up to your brother. This is not something you should talk to anybody else in your family about. Yeah, this is... Just deal with it, move on. Maybe talk to a really good friend if you have someone that you talk about that stuff with, but otherwise, like, therapy. Yeah, therapy <laughs> for sure. And just think about, it might be a useful exercise to look at this and think, okay, so what is it about her that I can look for in other people that I want to date? Is it a particular characteristic or quality? Because I enjoy it, but obviously I can't be with her. Yeah, and like... Sometimes, and I feel like this is the whole like friend zoned thing. Sometimes just being friends with someone is good. Feels nice. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> makes you feel good and fuzzy on the it's, inside. It's not like friendship is a freaking doorway to sleeping with someone. Friendship <laughs> is its own reward. That was the cheesiest thing I've said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the friends that we made along the way. Um, yeah, but yeah, you know, women are human beings and can are capable of having friendships and not be thinking about man i want to get get this guy in the sack like i like to have friends friends are nice (laughs) yeah it makes me feel nice it is the most disappointing feeling in the world when you have somebody who you thought was your friend and then they make a move on you yeah and it's like my dude why are you doing this this is the worst i thought you were my friend and you didn't just want to get in my pants or you say like you are talking to them and you're having a good time and you say like my boyfriend and then there's like a them shaped hole in the door like they're like bye oh yeah for sure completely ghosts you uh just because that was their goal so yeah that's why i always bring up my husband in the first like conversations with dudes because you don't want to 
Not that I would do it. You don't want them to be like, hmm, maybe. (laughs) Guys hate that, but what else can you do? Right? Like, if if it's happened to you more than once, and I can guarantee anybody who knows a woman, this has happened to them more than once, you have to try and figure out ways to mitigate that engagement with someone without being straight up just coming out and saying, I don't want to date you, which seems really arrogant and rude. Um... So you try and figure out these little kind of conversational cues where you can be like, oh, I already, I'm already taken, or I'm not looking for a relationship right now, or I'm a lesbian, or whatever <laughs> it is that is going to stop you from wanting to have sex with this guy and just wanting to be a friend with him. Maybe, I don't know, you just want to have some friends. Yeah. But it it it's a minefield. And anybody who got mad or had a reaction to earlier when I said that women are less romantic because of these things, maybe some of these examples can give you a little bit of perspective. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It's... And when you try and have these conversations with your, if you, sometimes you'll see your guy friend starting to do this with other women. So you'll see your guy friend like, oh, I've been talking to her for a few weeks and she's really nice to me and she's really kind and she's so pretty and I'm going to ask her out. And you're like, okay, but what has she done which suggests to you that she's interested in a romantic relationship? Yes, exactly. Is she actually flirting with you or is she just being nice? There is a distinction. (laughs) Yeah, there's like this tweet that goes around occasionally that's like, men are only kind to women that they want to fuck, so they consider women who are kind to them an invitation to fuck. Like, yeah. And and it's not the same. This guy is aware that she's not flirting or crossing any lines. So he knows that she is not interested. And that's good. That is good because he's not. This post isn't him trying to figure out a way to get her to divorce his brother and start dating him. <laughs> it's, oh shit, oh fuck, I have these feelings that won't go away, what do? Yeah. Which is admirable. Yeah. I'm very proud of him. Um, he at least has that. Um, yes. Yeah. And it will go away over time. It just it will. will. Yeah, just, you know, don't completely hide yourself from their, you know, contacting your family, but maybe limit until those feelings go away get a therapist to deal with your childhood issues and maybe yes. go on tinder for in some a- cases as well mitigating the the contact you have with that person makes any contact you have with that person better because it's like a treat <laughs> well that might be yeah not great uh, you've got to be really it might be time to start immersing yourself back in family stuff and just getting comfortable with being around her and feeling these feelings and knowing you can't do anything about it yeah um so that when you see her it isn't like a oh nice endorphin surprise um (laughs) yeah 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 it sucks to be in that situation but you've done the first couple of steps of being self-aware about it so that's good and not being a scary rapist so yeah yeah, you've done a good job (laughs) yay Okay, this next post is the name of the asshole post. OP is 37, and his stepkids are 11 and 16. Okay. I have two stepkids. My stepdaughter, 11, is the apple of my eye. Oh, wait, no, I should read the title first. (laughs) Give me the title. (laughs) Am I the asshole for walking out after I opened the gift my stepson bought me for Father's Day? Oh, God. So there's... Oh, no. And then you just read the first sentence. (laughs) Shit. Um, The... There's two ways this could go. Either it was so good of a gift that he got emotional and had to step out, <laughs> or it was just a real shitty gift. 
I have we'll two see. St- I have two stepkids. My stepdaughter is the apple of my eye. I love her to pieces, but my stepson has a difficult personality. He never <sighs> does anything with us. He never let me help him with anything. And he keeps his distance from me. He also never tells me about his problems or achievements. And it's been difficult trying to establish a good bond with him, like with my stepdaughter. My wife says it's his nature, so I should stop pressuring him. Till recently, he started spending time with me, but every time he'd pull a nasty prank. Like replace my shampoo, or ruin my credit card, or ruin my tires slash rear lights. This caused a rift between us, especially since my wife says those are pranks. But I was worried for my safety and got paranoid from him getting in the car or going to the supermarket with a ruined credit card. So I kept my distance. <laughs> Maybe chimes. What is going on here? <laughs> we need the chimes because that was like six Holy red flags. shit. Okay, give me one second. I'm just going to, I'm going to. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Father's Day, I took my wife and stepson and stepdaughter to her parents' house for breakfast. I received a beautiful gift from my stepdaughter and didn't expect my stepson to get me anything, as always. But he did bring me a gift. It looked like a nice gift in a box and was beautifully wrapped and introduced. I was so excited and happy because all I was thinking of was not the gift itself, but the fact that my stepson is finally letting me be a part of his life and remembering me on Father's Day, so it meant the world to me. That was already my gift, but I couldn't wait to open it and show him my appreciation and gratitude. Sweet summer child. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking idiot. Well, I opened the box and saw a stinky old sock of mine that I've lost a couple months ago, placed inside. The look on my face said it all. My stepson encouraged me to show everybody what he got me. I didn't want to, but my father-in-law took the box and pulled out the sock. He looked confused, and my stepson started laughing hysterically, and so did others. It was an absolutely horrible moment. I wish I could just jump out the window and run away from the embarrassment. I just got up and walked out the room silently while my stepson was laughing behind. My wife came to tell me that I was overreacting massively, and my stepson was just messing with me, meaning it was a prank. But he embarrassed me in front of the entire family, and frankly, I don't give a shit about a gift, but what he did felt so humiliating I almost cried. She yet said that I shouldn't have walked out like that and made it awkward since I'm the adult and should have handled this better. Yep, absolutely. I left my in-law's house, and my wife and kids are still there. My wife is upset that I left and wanted to get some time alone and a good cry and remember my dad and try to keep my mind off what happened earlier. Am I the asshole for this? (laughs) The end. I mean, yeah, because you're the adult. Like, how old is the stepson? 16. Yeah, he's at prank age. But some of his pranks are literally life-threatening. Pranks are very dangerous. But this is not a... This is something that has to be addressed. Right? I think the wife is the asshole. She's being way too accommodating of her son's shitty behavior. The son is behaving shittily. But... You're a grown-ass adult, and you need to express your feelings with this kid who is almost an adult. You can't just be walking out and ignoring him, and that's gonna make him do it more, because he thinks it's hilarious. I feel like it's totally appropriate for him to walk out for a moment while he's feeling this, because literally the entire family's laughing at him. But not leave the house! This is a, I'm gonna go to the bathroom to compose myself, then I'm gonna sit down and have a chat with him. Yeah, or maybe go for a walk. Like, I would say that's... Not a, I'm gonna leave and make a big, huge deal out of it so that he thinks it's funnier than it actually is and does it again. Like, this is one of those situations where the more you ignore it, the more it's gonna happen because he is getting... The kid is getting off on you being embarrassed and behaving the way you do. So there's... Everybody's behaving badly here. The family... the, the, The... 
in-laws are behaving badly by encouraging it by laughing. The wife is behaving badly because she's just allowing the son to do these things, like mess with his car and saying it's just a prank. The son's being an asshole because he thinks that he's being funny and he's enjoying the stepdad's discomfort. But the stepdad is also behaving in a stupid way. I wouldn't say he's being an asshole. He's just being stupid. They need to talk about it. I would say that just the fact that it's gotten to this point shows like, 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 again, the one where they were taking their daughter to theme parks, even though she like made her mom cry. Like, it's the same thing where it's like, in this moment, I totally get him walking out or and being upset, like for sure. Even leaving the house because it's his in-law's house and he just went home. Like, I totally get that. Uh, But leading up to this. He's been enabled. He needed to have a serious talk with his wife. And yeah. then they both needed to deal with it. Instead of being like, oh, it's just a prank. Like replacing someone's shampoo, I mean, depending on what it was with, is one thing. Yeah, not with peroxide. You know? <laughs> or or nair or something. Yeah. But ruining someone's credit card or messing with their car, that's like crime. That's very dangerous. <laughs> that is a crime. So... It feels like it feels like the kid is acting up, like he's he's expressing his frustrations at having a stepdad, but it's now got like increasingly and. out of hand. And it, again, this is like the one where the kid gets to go to the the theme parks because now the the kid he doesn't have to spend time with his stepdad now. He's left the house. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing as the other one. Is that it's working, right? It's it's getting right. his desired results. It, like he needed to be punished immediately it's like when i tell kids at school when they're like it's a joke it's a joke when they've said something that's kind of mean and not funny i'm like you know the more you do that the less i'm gonna believe you when something actually does happen and they they think i'm being stupid and then they'll say something to me and i'll go "Uh uh-huh yeah okay and they're like no really i'm like why should i believe you i don't believe you go away leave me alone yeah and then the looks on their faces are like but this is for real i'm like is it though because the last three times you'd be oh, it's just a joke, it's just a joke. So it's this weird, I don't like that kind of humor at all, where it's like, I can say whatever I want to you, as long as I say it's just a joke afterwards, it'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. And But then, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say more details from the post are that the, the biological father is deceased, and mm-hmm. he started dating his wife when stepson was 11. I don't know the gap between that. She also, uh, OP also says, you're not, she herself walks on eggshells around my stepson all the time and constantly gets worried by how I react to his actions. Mm. So she's trying not to rock the boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you're scared of your 16 year old son, that's a problem. Yes. And he keeps bringing up therapy, but she thinks that OP is being pushy because stepson says that he doesn't want to go to therapy. Well, most people don't want to go to therapy like the 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 idea of therapy to most people is i don't want to share my feelings with this absolute stranger who's going to judge me yeah therapy is difficult like it's not easy and it doesn't feel nice and why should this stranger care what i feel because you pay them (laughs) right but that's the other thing isn't it lots of people don't want to go to therapy because they're like they're just going to keep me there forever so they keep getting money yeah they're not actually going to fix my problem and it is expensive if it's not covered by your insurance. I think yes, that's true. He might be British just because of the grammar or English, but I don't know. 
Mm, lots of therapy is not covered under the NHS. Um, some is, but a lot of it isn't, and you do generally have to pay out of pocket for, for, for therapists in the UK. It is not as prevalent. Going to therapy is not as prevalent in the UK as it is in the US, because it's it's not easy to do. If you're on a mental health waiting list on the NHS, it can take upwards of eight months to get placed with a therapist. So, yeah, it's it's difficult, because they're overstretched. So it's um it's not easy to get therapy in the UK. Um but yeah, can it can happen. You can get it if you have the money for it. Yeah, and I mean forcing someone to go to therapy, especially a teenager who's acting like this, isn't like that's not gonna be useful. I think he yeah. really needs to see consequences for his actions and like an actual punishment and like obviously a talking to like here's why what you yeah. did was wrong but also like he needs consequences he needs boundaries he needs stuff like that that it seems like he hasn't gotten and like by the time your kid gets to 16 they should not like it's too late yes <laughs> you need to have done something before that he's gonna be an adult soon is this how he's gonna behave to other adults when he wants them to leave him alone like, yeah. like, how how far is this going to escalate if it's allowed to continue here? There is underlying, you know, very concerning issues going on with this individual, and they need to be addressed. Yeah, and and he's going to try this shit on someone else and get sent to prison, or stabbed, or yeah. you know, end up in a hospital because somebody didn't take it right. Like I've seen at the time that I worked in pubs, I've seen pranks go wrong a hundred times. And the person who's playing the prank is normally the person who ends up decked on the floor. So you really have to be careful. Lots of people don't like having pranks played on them. I don't know why I have to say this again, but I do. People don't like feeling embarrassed or made fun of. Just don't do it. There was a cute prank on uh, on relationship advice, I think, recently that was like, I need a help with like a cute prank to play on my girlfriend. Because her prank that she did was she took some white Tic Tacs and sneezed into her hand and pretended like her teeth fell out. <laughs> and I was like, that's see j- something having something strange happen or something confusing like in a silly way. That's cute. Because it's like, oh, one second, oh, like one second of confusion, and then- And then she eats the teeth. Yeah. (laughs) And then (laughs) you laugh. But like, that's not pranking people, that's vandalizing. Right. So yeah. Oh my god, that Tic Tac prank just reminded me (laughs) of a book. We used to have a book. I don't don't even remember what the book was called. But when we were kids, we used to have a book about a, a girl who wanted the tooth fairy to come and visit to give her money. So she got a bunch of sweet corn <laughs> and painted it to look like teeth and put the sweet corn under her pillow, all these sweet corns, to try and trick the tooth fairy. Obviously it doesn't work. But for that reason and that reason only, my big sister will not eat sweet corn because <laughs> it makes her think of teeth. Ooh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> and it's like, it's just, it was, it, I, I just remember it really vividly, like the, the pictures from this book. And then my big sister like, well, never eat sweet corn again. <laughs> Like, from when we were, like, six or whatever. It's the same reason why I won't eat cornflakes, because I actually lost and swallowed a tooth while eating cornflakes once. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. So I don't eat cornflakes anymore, because I don't know if they're teeth or cornflakes. <laughs> I, um, okay, do we want one more? Yeah, give us give us a dead donkey. Have we got one? Yes. This one is awesome. a dead donkey in that it's super chill. Hell yeah. Small conflict. Chill, I- small conflict. Am I the asshole post? 
No ages. Am I the asshole for driving my own car on holiday instead of joining the guys in the other car? Likely no. Seeing as I'm fully vaccinated and my friends are too, we decided to go on holiday. I used to go with Mike yeah. to his vacation house for years, but due to corona, we couldn't the past year. Normally, it's just the two of us road tripping there. Now Jim and Tom have joined us, and the drive is always good fun. We always use his car. I recently bought a very fun convertible, and I really love driving that car. Seeing as I got a new car that I love to drive, I told him that I'll be doing the drive in my own car. I really want to see what a long road trip is like in this thing. Here's where I'm not sure if I'm the asshole or not. Since telling this to the guys, they've been bugging me to join them in their car, saying things like the amount of fun we'll have or how much I'll spend on gas. I don't really care about the money. It's worth it to me. And it's not like I won't be joining them for the drives. It's just the drive to and from there I want to do in my own car. My best friend is disappointed, and now I'm really doubting my decision. I want to use my car, but I don't want to be a dick. Am I the asshole? Oh, this is a difficult situation. Because they want him in the car because they want to have fun. Yeah, some of the best parts of... I mean, he says it's a road trip, so, like, the best parts yeah, how far are, away is it? Just find a different road trip to go in your car. Uh, I assume it's only got two seats, so maybe go with your significant other or another friend or, you know, your sibling or something. Right. And do that instead and go with your friends in their car. Or you could, while you're on the road trip, swap people being passengers in your car. Yeah. That would be good too. And then they can enjoy the sports car too. And you can be like, this is why I wanted to drive this car. I wanted to see how fun it was on the road. And like, now we can hang one on one. That would be nice to do. That'd be like a little treat. Because I bet that they don't get to drive convertibles or have, you know, have rides in little sport cars on their day-to-day basis. It could be a little bit of jealousy too. Like, they're all going to be crammed in this car and he's going to be cruising in his little little i don't know what you call a sports car sports car <laughs> coop yeah yeah i mean it depends on how cr- if the other car is like crammed in any way i mean four people in a any four-door car is gonna be fine as uh, long as you say that <laughs> well depending a four-door car yes presumably most of them because <laughs> i feel like if it was a four-door you know there's at least room for four people Unless they have, they're going camping or something. He says vacation yeah. house, they're not. Unless they have just a lot of stuff or something where they're, it's like crammed in the back seat. Oh, they're big guys. Yeah. Just go, go in the car and then take your car out on a different, a different time with someone else. Yeah. Is what, that's what I would do. I also have a crazy FOMO. So I would be like, what are they doing in the other car? What are they doing in the other car? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would love to do that. Just be like, it's just me in this car. <laughs> Don't know if I could sit in a car with four other people for that long. Yeah. That yeah. would be too much for me. I will say no assholes here. Like, I understand yeah. why they're bugging you. I understand why you want to go in your in your fancy new car. It's very exciting. You got a new car. Your fancy lad car, yeah. But also, like, just, you know, don't split the party and just go together. Sometimes the road trip is, like, the best part. And also caravanning is such a pain in the ass. Oh, in, yeah. in America, at least. Yeah, it's uh, trying to get your convoy all the way through all the reds and everything else you got to do. Like, someone's going to get left behind. Mm-hmm. So, Well, on the motorcycles, when we are in, like, a convoy, sometimes that happens where, like, someone doesn't make the yellow light, um, so you just pull over. But, you know, that's a little harder to do in a car. <laughs> it's easy to yeah. pull over to the side of the road on a motorcycle. As long as you notice, that's another thing, too. You got to notice that the people aren't behind yeah. you anymore. <laughs> Otherwise, you just got to really speed up to catch up. 
Yeah. I mean, that happens. Also, sometimes you have to stop because there's a bee in your helmet or <laughs> something like that. Although usually if a bee gets in your helmet, you're going really slow, which I've gotten a bees in my helmet a couple times, but they never stung me on the face. They just my sting your legs. husband was on a big long drive once and got a bee in his truck and uh, it was icy and he nearly flipped the truck because, oh, no. yeah. The shock. It's a, it's, it's a long ass story and I can't really remember it very well, but every time I think about bees and cars, I think about him in the icy truck trying not to get stung. <laughs> I mean, I was walking back from the gym this morning and there was a butterfly that startled me. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you Butterflies know. are rad as hell. I love butterflies. Like We're back there. We're back there. <laughs> yeah we should change our logo to two butterflies instead of two birds yeah i love butterflies um i'm thinking about doing the the drive to vegas in a couple of weeks everybody go to vegas i have i have a friend who lives there um who was actually from england weird story oh Uh, wow i met in my teacher training and uh Two years after I moved out here to marry my American husband, she moved out here to marry her American husband and is now going through the credentialing program in Nevada. So uh, she's doing everything I've done for like three years later. I think you mentioned that last week or the week before. Yeah. On yeah, mic so we, or off mic, maybe. I can't remember. I think it was off mic because I had to go for breakfast or something. I can't remember. Anyway, so I'm thinking about putt-putting all the way down to Vegas. Uh, and that will be the longest drive I've ever done. That's four and a half hours. By yourself? By myself, yeah. Podcasts. <laughs> yes. Well, my friend is uh, gifting me some Terry Pratchett uh, audiobooks. Yay. So I'm going to listen to Terry Pratchett and drive a long ass way. Those are good audiobooks, too. Yeah, I think, is it the Stephen Fry one? I can't remember who reads them. There, I mean, some he reads and some... There was a Bill Bailey Stephen one, reads. I think. I think Bill Bailey read them at some point. I have not listened to them. I just have heard my husband listening to them. (laughs) Well, this transitions nicely into our subreddit, but first we have an update of this car driving dilemma. Edit. After reading the comments, I've decided to join the guys in the main car. It's a vacation with the boys, not with my car. I'll take my girlfriend on a road trip later this year, so I'll still be able to get the road trip I want. The end. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Super chill, low stakes thing. Is this our subreddit? So the subreddit of the week is Geeky Crochet. Holy shit! It's so good. Um, All the Pokemon! Yeah, someone crocheted the original 151 Pokemon, and it's bonkers. I've crocheted over 300 unique Pokemon and put the ones I had at the time in one massive picture. Holy shit! Oh yeah, it is not just the original 151. I see a Mimikyu in there. There's a little Gengar. Vaporeon. The Fennec? Oh my god. Fuck, I don't, re- I don't know. I only know the 150, and then everything right. outside of that is a new surprise. So, yeah, I had some of the uh, the Johto ones I was familiar with because of the show, and that was when I was still collecting Pokemon cards. But, like, after that, not so much. Everything I know about Pokemon now, at this point, I've learned from Pokemon Go. Right. <laughs> There, there are still times I'll be in the car and I'm like flicking through Pokemon Go. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this isn't a Pokemon. This is a travesty. Um, so uh, that the, cat dog's pretty impressive. Yeah, the next one down is cat dog, and then the oh, dragon from Spirited Away. That's beautiful. Lots of um, baby Yodas on this subreddit, but not as <gasps> that much as there were like two years ago. Obviously. The- Cassandra from Doctor <laughs> Who is so very good. I love it. Uh, I could do that. That's attainable. 
Oh, this little Cubone. Oh, I do want to do a Cubone. It's dope. I love Cubone. Tiny Appa. Oh. Backpack. Tiny Appa. Charmander Tiny blanket. Appa. So yeah, some of these blankets are basically like, you do them like pixel art. So yeah. Pokemon are super popular. <gasps> Chubby Articuno. Chubby Articuno. Articuno is my favorite Pokemon. They're so cute. Got tired of people asking me to make Baby Yoda, so I made the Mandalorian <laughs> instead. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my god. The gelatinous cube! That is very good. I very much enjoy the gelatinous cube. I forgot to read the, the description is a place for crocheters to show off, show off their geeky wares and to chat about geek crafts in general. So it's easier to make stuffed animals and stuff with crochet than with knitting. So mm -hmm. that's essentially what we got going on here. Halloween Bulbasaur! Halloween Bulbasaur is so very good. <gasps> it's got a pumpkin on its back. He's very cute. Oh my god, crochet Stan Lee! I do want to make like a, a nice Christmas sweater. That'd be dope. Crochet Stanley is very good. He's a he's a Stanley glasses holder. And oh, it looks very much cool. like Stanley. Those are the exact it's sunglasses cool. that I bought recently. I spent way too long photoshopping this crocheted T-Rex into Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They really tried to match the lighting and everything. It's um, very good. I enjoy it. Sit sprite, little blanket. Oh, this companion cube blanket is incredibly good. Ooh, that looks also attainable. Sometimes people do them really tiny, and I'm like, how? It just looks like knitting at this point. Yeah. That Yoshi crochet is uh, very cute. I could do My cabbage So yeah, these cabbage are super man. impressive. There's a um, crocheter uh, called The Geeky Hooker on Twitter, and <laughs> she will make little crochet, um, like little tiny, maybe three-inch guys. I have her book, too. Um and just give them out at Comic-Con, which, you know, she hasn't been able to do for a while, but she'll put a little tag on them. So now everybody's started just dropping things or it's like, if you find me, you know, wearing the purple beanie or whatever, then I'll give you something for free. I got a an 11 from Stranger Things Funko Pop oh, that's that way. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Follow her on Twitter. There's a bunch of good stuff in here. People being incredibly creative and... Uh... Very supportive, very nice. I do love this games I grew up on blanket because it's very good. You could do the individual squares and then just crochet it together instead of doing <laughs> like one huge blanket. Yeah, and it has gears of war on it, so like that. <laughs> Naga harness for my doggo from Legend of Korra. <laughs> A little bit further down, there's this awesome Skeletor blanket. That's very, very good. I enjoy that a lot. Oh, Phoenix, that's cool. Star Wars. The Phoenix is cool. Yeah. So yeah. the top of all time is like very <laughs> impressive stuff. Oh, cool. The Geek oh, Alcothet. That's dope. The so they have Avengers, Buffy, Captain oh, Jack good. Sparrow, Doctor Who, Elphaba, etc. <laughs> There's <laughs> so good really stuff in there. Iron Giant? No, that can't be it. E-F? Something F. E-H-I. Yeah, that's dope. But yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of cool stuff in here. Um, you'll find something that is very similar to your... Uh... Your interests. Oh, that's Firefly. The F. Is it? Yep, that's, that's Serenity. Serenity. Yep. Oh, okay, I see it now. I was seeing arms, like, hanging down. <laughs> so, I see. Um, that's the Tree of Gondor. Harry Potter. Incredibles. Harry Potter. Jon Snow. Game of Thrones. Yep. JK. What is K? Oh, it looks like a skull. Antlers. It's antlers. Something Jedi, to do with antlers. Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Narnia. Yeah, the, the lamppost is Narnia. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera Portal. Uh, Quidditch. 
There we go. Robin Hood. Yeah. Skyrim. Toothless. How to Train Your Dragon? Toothless. It's toothless, yeah. Umbrella Academy, Vader, Witcher, X-Men, Yoda, Zorro. Yay. <laughs> There's, there are men, we're missing a whole row yeah, in the middle, Yeah, this though. is a whip, so uh, they're not stitched together yet, you can see. Ah. Uh, so. Is that Phantom? I was going to say, that's yeah. not the alphabet. It might be the Phantom. The Phantom Mask might be the name of the Phantom of the Opera, which I don't know. I think know it might just be me. Opera. Like, uh, fans of Phantom of the Opera normally just call it Opera. Okay. Well, then there's the Phantom Tolbooth? No, that's not what that is. Anyway. No, it's, it's Opera Portal. That's Narnia. No, I've, I've moved on. <laughs> yeah. Spyro. The Cthulhu a little further down is very good, too. Enjoying the Cthulhu. Yeah. You can make all kinds of little things with crochet. I I want to retry making a, a Magikarp hat. I made one, but it was I used the wrong gauge, so it was huge. So I turned it into <laughs> a purse. <laughs> oh, they just get better the further you go. Yeah, this is another Scroll Forever thing. And if you're interested in crochet, uh, making, like, little guys, little, like, plushies is super easy way to get started i mean obviously the first the very first thing you should make as a crocheter is a scarf make a scarf yes. because it's just the same motion over and over again and it helps you figure out like tension and like what stitch it even stitching looks like and then after that you can experiment with fun stuff someone made baby yoda your airpod case holder this is very good there's a lot of babies i think there's so many baby i wonder Yodas. if you could filter out baby yoda <laughs> It's fine. I love Yoda. I love baby Yoda. Yeah, it's not as uh, ubiquitous as it once was. I feel like this subreddit was definitely started by the Jane hat from Firefly. Like, that's... Yes. That's why it exists. Oh, someone made a little um, plushy uh, Professor Quirrell, and you can turn his head around, and it's... Voldemort. It's very good. Yeah. Spoilers. Make, make sure... <laughs> It's been 20 years. If you um also if you make plushies for children, make sure you get safety eyes so that the eyes don't come out and they don't choke and die. That'd be cool. Good. Oh, little hellboy. Okay, I'm going to stop. Uh yeah, I have to stop now. Send me some more crochet ideas. Also, I'm kind of running out of subreddits, so send me more subreddits that you like. At Morgan underscore Slay, you can add us on Twitter at are the letter you the word serious pod. Or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. Also check out my other podcast at Middlemorph on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Esme underscore C underscore nose, as in those lots of things. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, the letter R slash the letter U, serious podcast. Yeah. I don't have a podcast, but you will be on our other this podcast. One. I will at some point. Yes. <laughs> and I'm likely just gonna be like, I am so confused what's happening. <laughs> Well, if you listen to the other one up to that, you'll be less confused, but you are going to come on for the most confusing, wild out there books, so. Hell yeah, that's what I want. That's the content I crave. The Elemis Chronicles, if anybody's wondering. <laughs> but you can come and fight me on Twitter about anything you'd like. I'm always open to a good Twitter fight. Yeah, especially since it's summer, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing else to do. Come at me. Tell me your bad takes. <laughs> And I'll tell you why they're bad and wrong. Yeah, I don't think you need to invite people to tell bad takes on Twitter. I think they just do it. I mean, I, my husband always says, oh, Twitter is, a, is, is the worst uh, social media apart from Facebook. And I'm like, dude, not if you do it like I do. Like, I just curate it really well so I only ever see stuff I like. Yep, exactly. <laughs> stuff I like and stuff I agree with. And that's how social media should be yep. problematic in all of its glory. <laughs> I mean, if we want to be real, there's worse places on the internet than Twitter, but, you know, oh, yeah, we don't go sure. there. No, we don't talk about those places. <laughs> They're dark, That's the bad dark place, places. Simba. Yeah. 
All right, bye everyone. See ya.